LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. You're listening to the One Ministry Question Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Atkins, and today I'm here with Dan Eitan. Hello. And we are going to be talking about uh, budgeting contingencies. What's the, what's the question that you think a lot of churches are asking out there, Dan? To me, I think the big question is, how do I prepare a budget in these uncertain times? Don't know what is going on with how many people we actually have going to our church right now that are watching online or not watching online, who's coming, who's not. How do I actually create a budget that's realistic um, right now that we actually can hit? Right. So tell me if this sounds familiar. Uh, you know, most churches are budgeting um, for a standard physical year. Uh, so you know, fiscal year runs from January to January, and they're thinking about uh, different times of the year where it's going to be a little bit lean, at least as a former executive pastor. That's what I thought. I, I was looking at, okay, um, we're going to be great until at, at least Easter, maybe spring break. And from like spring break to Labor Day, there's going to be a trough mm -hmm. uh, within our budget where Giving is going to be down um, because people are going to be on vacation and, and you know, whatever. Uh, it, it's just a, a really difficult season because I'm halfway through the year and giving is down. And how do I project out? This is when it's normal. I can mm -hmm. imagine now, but yep. even when it was normal, it was difficult. So sometimes you would go into the fall with a little bit of fear and trepidation and, you know, a time of year where ministry typically was ramping up and people were coming back and, you know, we're starting new fall programming or, uh, you know, really trying to get people back in and sometimes having big events in different ministry areas, all of that. That's about the same time that you're like, uh oh, I don't know. I'm going to put the brakes on our budget a little bit. And so I can remember having conversations with people and it was like, so are we, is everything frozen? Is it, you know, kind of permafrost? Is it just <laughs> a light frost? Like, help me work, help, help me decide, you know, how, how am I supposed to spend my money or not spend my money during this time of the year? Does that sound familiar to you, Dan? Yes, I think I asked you those questions when I worked for you back <laughs> in Bible Church. <laughs> Well, uh, that was a long time ago, many moons ago. Um, but I know churches still have that question. Now, when you move into the current season we're in, I think it gets even, even crazier. So uh, probably almost a year ago, um, I worked with a couple of different churches. We pulled together, like I did a, a training on creating contingency budgets and then gave like three, two or three examples of churches that had built out contingency budget budgets during uh, during COVID. This was COVID specific back then. Mm -hmm. I I think it's good for you know any season where there's just a lot of question marks on whether or not we're going to be able to hit our budget. Or um, I mean, this could be something like a natural disaster rolls through your town. You know, how do I um, how do I handle that? I think it's almost always wise to have a contingency budget in place just so you know what 
you're up against and you can kind of pull that out and, and work from it. The second thing that that does is forcing um, you, depending on if you're a single staff church or uh, your committees, if you're at a committee church, or if you're uh, you know lucky enough to have staff, awesome. Forcing people to go through the process of creating a contingency budget every year seems like a pain to them because they're like, oh, well, this never really gets put into play. And I would say, or does it? Because the discipline that you go through in creating a contingency budget, you're really cutting out all the fat and you're, you're coming down to the brass tacks of, uh, you know, we're getting close to the bone here of this is absolutely essential ministry, no fluff whatsoever, no slush whatsoever. Um, this is what, you know, is the absolute bare minimum and it hurts, you know, forcing them to go through that process every year, I think is a very good exercise because it helps them put priority on things. Uh, and it step, it really helps them to have more of a lean, uh, budget mindset to begin with. So what are, what are some practical things that, um, you have either uh, practiced or seen in that regard or uh, any stories you like to share, Dan? Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think budgeting is hard in itself. Um, just, you know, we're, I, I was an executive pastor at a church and my elder board, we were the ones that would create the budget. We would then bring it to our congregation to vote on. And I know a lot of churches do some of those things differently, but um, you know, it's hard when you've got some guys on your team that are business minded that want to budget via a growth rate of a church. And then I'm sitting there in the room thinking, I don't know what our growth rate is going to be. Are we even going to grow this year? And now you add COVID on top of it. And you're concerned of, I don't know who actually attends my church anymore because right. um, I don't see them. Uh, so I feel like, you know, for me, I've always wrestled with the, like how, how much revenue. And then I think on the other side of that coin of, you know, wanting to have a business focus on creating your budget. I think there's also a vision side of like, Hey, we want to shoot for this. This is our vision. This is our goal. Um, right. and, and if we can rally our people around this and we can use this as a tool for discipleship and prayer, um, you know, people might get excited and give more and, and, you know, I think you're struggling with sort of the, where, where do we actually do something that's realistic in this? Um, and so for me, I've always kind of struggled with, um, I want to be that kind of conservative voice of let's do something that we actually can, can make that stretching us, but not stretching us to the point of absurd, um, budget that we're presenting to our congregation. And so I, I know that this is just a really hard topic for so many people. So Todd, when you talk about contingency budgets are you kind of saying hey you can maybe have a couple different budgets that your yeah. church has 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 created and you've got that shoot for the shoot for the moon absolutely budget and then let's have hey this is a backup and you would you encourage the church to vote on both of those well no um I, like i would i would bring before the the church the budget that is somewhat conservative, maybe a little bit of a stretch um, to hit. Then the contingency budget is just for, you know, uh, the leadership. So that may be staff. It may be, as you were talking about um, in your situation, that was elders. Those were lay people, but, you know, they still had authority and, and some responsibility in, in connection with that. Um, 
and you know, I've been there too with guys that are like business guys that are growth guys or entrepreneurs. And they're like, Hey, you know, this is the way you should run your church. <laughs> um, and, and I totally get that, uh, which is somewhat why, you know, uh, um, eventually looking at a stretch budget made sense. So, I mean, if you were, and, and people listening to this, I hope I don't lose you because you're like a lot of people in seminary, man, we don't get, we don't get trained on budgeting. Uh, if we do, it might be a chapter we read. It's not a class and it probably should be, but the, at the end of the day, um, you know, this may sound like overkill, but have, if you do it once, um, it will really help. And keep in mind that doing a stretch budget allows you to dream, allows you to cast vision, uh, allows you to um, have, you know, what could be in store for us if, if the Lord blesses. So, I think for some churches that might be paying off debt in other situations it may be. And even in paying off debt, I think you need to cast vision for that. Like, okay, well, what are we going to do when we get rid of this, you know, uh, $15,000 payment a month on this debt? Um, what can we do with that extra money, you know, and, and cast that before the church, even if it, it it's something like that. Um, okay. So when you're looking at creating a, a stretch budget. This is a budget that is, again, done kind of behind the scenes where it's like, here's our real budget. Here's our contingency budget if things go poorly. But if things go really well, here's what we would like to do, you know, with this money. Um, I think working through that with your staff or working that through with your elders or deacons or, or whatever lay leaders you have in place um, is really important so that everybody kind of has a clear idea of what could happen and what they can really pray toward. And a lot of these people are going to be some of your givers anyway. So in doing that, you're really, um, once you do it a time or two, you, it won't seem laborious to have that extra budget because the first time you do it, it will take a little extra time, you know, maybe take a, a, an extra day or two. Um, the next time you do it, and, you know, two or three times later, it's like, man, this took me a half of an extra half day of thought on the financial side, but on the ministry side, on the vision side, it really fuels my passion. It helps me, you know, strive for something more because in any year, um, something can happen where, uh, are, we need to like tap into that contingency budget and say, ah, this is, this is now becoming our budget. Um, or we got a gift, a crazy big gift out of nowhere. Um, and we know, we now know what to do with that. Um, if you have a situation where you can pay off debt, that might be it. Uh, it may be a new ministry, uh, idea or, or concept that, You've been waiting to, you know, you, you've had it in the future, but now you need to bring that forward and, and try to use that money in that way. Um, you know, don't just use uh, a gift because you have it. Uh, the other thing that I would say on some of those unexpected gifts, um, a lot of times people want to have strings attached to those and it would be, hey, I have the idea for this new, you know, fill in the blank. 
if you already have um, thought it through and you know the the budget it would take to to pull off, you know, a, a new ministry, I think often um, you can cast a more compelling vision for the thing that you know you've been thinking about because you have clarity. You have clarity on the budget. You have clarity on um, what the on-ramp would be for that or, you know, how long it would take. Um, you have clarity in what the the results would be and how it would tie into our vision as a church. And you can paint that picture, hopefully over the picture that they came with when they came with that, with that gift. Does yeah, that make sense? And I would, I would add in too, if you're a nonprofit org who is listening in, if you're a leader of one of those, that is so, so helpful. Um, you know, for us as a church, when we wanted to partner with a nonprofit for a particular reason, and we would say, hey, what, what can we do? You know, how can we help raise money for your you know, organization, if they had already, Hey, if you could give us X dollars, we can do X project. That was a home run for us to help out. So just a side note for those that are listening that are nonprofits that I think that really helps um, churches grab a hold of your vision and, and help you raise money. Um, I think though, for me though, too, Todd on all this, um, I, I think when I think about budgeting, a lot of this comes down to me really figuring out what is a fixed and variable cost to our budget. Um, obviously, things like your facility and staff and all those are fixed, but there are certain fixed items deep hidden in the budget, too, that um, you might need to have a wrestle wrestling conversation with your staff or your leaders with about, you know, is this line item actually something that's fixed or variable? It's really, really, really important to the lead pastor. Um, but, you know, if money's not coming in, is that actually a hill he wants to die on or, she, you know, the team wants to die on or is it not? Um, and so, you know, I think having some of those hard conversations, especially as you think about those contingency budgets, um, will help shape your vision and, and, and what you want to do, what your philosophy of ministry is on things like, you know, for an example, um, you know, we at Restoration City, where I was executive pastor, um, there was always conversations about how much money are we spending on food for certain events? And, you know, do we want to be that church that goes way above and beyond um, to honor volunteers? Or do we want to have a potluck? You know, are we bringing in catering or are we not? And so having some of those conversations of what is actually fixed and what's variable um, can be helpful as you're planning those out. We may need to do a podcast that's just on financial terms because most listeners probably are unfamiliar with fixed and variable costs. Maybe not, um, maybe not. But, you know, for those listening, um, a fixed cost would be like your air conditioning <laughs> uh, or electricity or, um, or, you know, rental costs or whatever it is that you are going to have to do uh, and that are fixed variable would be what Dan's talking about with, okay, do we do, uh, you know, Chick-fil-A or do we do higher end catering, uh, on this, or do we do potluck? Like that's a variable cost. And so those come into play, uh, in every budget cycle, every budget season, even when it is uh, a stretch budget, your normal budget or your contingency budget. 
you still should educate um, your leaders on anybody who's spending money uh, or doing planning needs to understand fixed and variable costs uh, because it will really, really help you in the end. So I don't know, maybe we need to do a whole episode on financial terms. Uh, what are the financial terms that we didn't learn in seminary? That would be really <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate your um, listenership. We appreciate your feedback. We'd even appreciate some questions. So if you're looking for those contingency budgets that I mentioned, you can find those in the show notes. And also there, you'll find a link where you can send us a question. Uh, but before you do that, please tell a friend about this podcast and hop on to iTunes and leave us a rating and review, which really helps others find us as well. Thanks so much for listening. 